Welcome to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen. Hello everyone, welcome back to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast. My name is Lindsay. I'm Bridget. And today we're doing a movie sode. So excited. Um, Bridget is going to be talking about Love, Simon, and what's the book title? Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. There you go. <laughs> I can, I can never remember. I, I've seen the movie, but I have not read the book, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited to be told everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the movie first, and then I read the book, and yeah. I've noticed when I do that, I appreciate them separately more, mm-hmm. um, but this is a very excellent adaptation, Ooh. I must say. <laughs> Ooh, I'm excited. And quick note i know this is not scarlet but life kind of got in the way so <laughs> we're doing this instead and scarlet will hopefully be next week so mm-hmm. bear with us but also <laughs> it's pride month and oh my god yeah, yeah this, this is features perfect. a queer protagonist or oh. gay protagonist and it was the first uh like major motion picture to have the main protagonist be gay oh yeah it was like a huge thing when it came that's out that's so cute <laughs> when it came out huh? <laughs> right Yay, Simon. When it came. <laughs> but <it's, laughs> I don't know what it is, the puns oh my that come out of me when we're recording. <laughs> oh, whatever. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm-hmm. Favorite movie bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to go through those. I like your boots. <laughs> my favorite line the of The best all. line. I like your boots. Mm-hmm. Also, the trailer itself was kind of made perfectly, mm-hmm. and they treat it like a normal teen rom-com, which right. is what it is. Like Exactly. You know, the gays can have happy, like not, they don't all have to be Brokeback Mountain, like so heartbreaking. Exactly. Although this movie slash book does have heartbreaking moments. It is very much so like a teen rom-com that's just Like wholesome. a feel-good rom-com yes, it's that's w- like, <sighs> makes you feel good. It's basically one of my top, like favorite feel-good movies for sure. Oh. I'm ever in like a bad mood and just i'm gonna watch love simon (laughs) oh one thing that i really loved how they did was the narrator for bloom keeps changing as he suspects like oh i think it's this guy or i hope it's this guy yeah so then it shows blue in a blue lit room (laughs) writing emails because in the book there's the emails are kind of inserted randomly oh so in the movie they just kind of do the voiceover yeah. So I just thought it was super interesting that his voice changes and then it kind of pans up and like, oh, I hope it's the gardener that I right. have a crush on that's super muscular. And then he hopes that it is uh, Bram for a bit. And then oh, what's his name? His uh, <laughs> oh, my brain, his drama friend. Oh, he suspects that it's him. And that guy actually has a bit of a bigger part in the book. Oh, um, yes. I also like that they changed the voice so you're not like, it's not a dead giveaway of who it is. Yeah. Like when you meet like the person. Yeah, it was super creative. Yes. Very yeah. smart. <laughs> mm, ooh, okay. So my favorite scene in the movie is when Leah is over at the house after they have the, I think it was a Halloween party. And she does that whole, do you feel weird speech to him? And she says that she feels like she's always on the outside when she's, at gatherings or just in general <laughs> ah, it's just like that scene right yes 100 <laughs> percent me i'm gonna read the little line that she says um, there is this invisible line that i have to cross to really be a part of everything and i just can't ever cross it 
And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Social anxiety 101. Oh my God. Just even sometimes with like my friends. I mean, sorry. It's okay. okay. (laughs) Like whenever I'm at gatherings of people that I'm comfortable with, I still feel like I'm on the outside of things a lot. So that part, I was just like, oh, it hit me. That's a Hufflepuff that breaks my heart because I'm just like, no, you need to be a part of everything. But it's not like anyone else's fault. It's just me. Like I need, I'll have to go and have alone time or... Just like all the time, there's never this like I can never cross a certain thing. Yeah. So that scene, I was just like, oh my god. Although that's like something that I have mm-hmm. to work on because I constantly am like, what's wrong? Come here and like try to like drag people in. Like, and I fine. know so many people that are like that because like my friend Alex is like that very much. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, no, I just need to step back for a little bit. And oh I'm yeah, like, he is. I did something wrong. Like I did something wrong. Whenever something. we're at parties, we'll like make eye contact and just be like, yeah. The two of you are on the same wavelength. I don't know why I attract you people. But. It's so funny. And then I just um, feel so weird because I'm just like, I did something wrong. You guys don't want to be here. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's, it's a huge mental effort to ever like yeah. go. I need at least a week or two to mentally, <laughs> a month if I can, right. yeah. to mentally prep for that. And I'm just a social um, butterfly when I'm an, around people that I like, I feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Then I'm just like, whoa. Like if I'm with two to three people, I'm there. Yeah. Like I'm fine. You're like that's cool. Four people. Yeah, sure. More than that. I'm like. But you know, the introverts. Leia is definitely an introvert. Um, movie Leia, I like more. I remember you like <laughs> not liking her in the books. And doesn't she have her own book? Um, so yeah, book Leia, I'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> but movie Leia, I like a lot more. So I was surprised reading it. I was like, I don't like her. (laughs) There's reasons. Ooh, another scene that I love, uh, when he comes out to Abby in the car. It was so wholesome. Abby's their new friend, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, she, I think it was that year she had just moved there. But because of her personality, she's just like instantly friends with them. And everyone is in love with her. Of course. So, (laughs) Oh my god. Just all the scenes, all the intimate <laughs> scenes that he has with the lady characters. So the scene that he has with his mom oh. when after he comes out and she's like you get to exhale ex- you get to exhale now and you could be more oh. you than you've ever been yeah. your entire life. And he's crying and he's a great crier that actor, my god. He really is. So um, that scene, yes, that scene means a lot to me and I'm straight. So I can't even imagine what it would be like for someone that identifies as queer and then to see that and maybe did not have family that was totally accepting of them. So right. that scene itself is just like, I could, couldn't imagine, but it hits Especially me, like so. with the mother figure, like mm-hmm. growing up, we're told like that person is going to love you no matter what. And then there's people out there who like come out to their mothers mm-hmm. and their mother like completely like disowns them. Yeah. So it's like ouch so i'm sure to see this they're just like oh look Mm -hmm. oh fun fact so that scene wasn't even in the script but jennifer garner approached the director and the director (gasps) is gay so that's also a really cool thing that they ended up doing um so she approached him and wanted to have a scene with simon where they kind of have a heart to heart so she yeah and the you get to exhale now was her. That's so freaking cute. <laughs> I know. <gasps> yeah, the cast, all of them, the dad, the mom, what's his name, Josh Darmel, I believe. The, yeah, yeah. The dad. Um, a lot of them, they were really happy to be a part of filming. 
And some of them even, the guy that plays Bram, he came out in real life after filming this movie. The little brother of the main actor, Nick Robinson, he came out after this movie was released. So So, yeah, it just encouraged a lot of people. That's like so adorable because I bet like it gave him so much like confidence seeing his brother being able Mm -hmm. to like be this person and he's just like guess what yeah another cool thing that the cast did i'm going off on a tangent but they when the movie was really well received they bought uh movie theaters and paid for just to have free screening so if anyone wanted to go see it they just went to the movie and they could just go in and watch it how freaking cute (sighs) i know the parentals did that that's so cute god (laughs) Uh, I've always loved Jennifer Gardner, but this is just like making me love her even freaking I love her more. So much. <laughs> do you follow her Instagram? No. Oh, she's so funny. She'll like randomly like do like little cooking videos, and they're like so cute, freaking hilarious. Oh, one thing that they did. So, um, when he was imagining, oh, I'll come out when I go to college, and mm-hmm. he has that little dance montage in his brain when everyone's wearing the rainbow colors, and it's <laughs> oh, I want to dance with somebody. Yeah. That song was used in Thirteen Going On Thirty. Which oh Jennifer God. Garner started. <gasps> I was like, did you guys pick that on purpose? Or <laughs> I tried to like look it up to see if they did that as a kind of throwback to her, but they're just no. I don't know Aww. if it was a coincidence or what. I wonder if she was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so cute. Ooh. <laughs> One random detail that I noticed that I started screaming about upon rewatching it after reading the book. Uh Bluish, which happens in the beginning when Martin is like he kind of crashes their lunch table. Mm-hmm. He's the annoying guy that um, outs him to everybody. Oh, yes. So Martin is talking to Bram, and he's just—he's kind of in the background saying this. But if you're paying attention, you can hear him. And he's making a stupid joke, saying that, "Oh, you're—you're you're a black Jew. You're bluish, and Bram is blue." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Isn't that crazy? <laughs> How funny! And I didn't notice that. I mean, obviously, because I hadn't read the book. Yeah. But I wonder if anyone that had read the book and was just heard like, that. Because <gasps> they, the they knew it was Bram the whole time. And yeah. Bram is in their kind of friend circle. Yeah. Like a friend of a friend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I love Bram with my whole heart. Book <laughs> Bram and movie Bram. Okay. So main differences. Characterization. So Simon's friends. Uh, book Leah is the worst in oh, my opinion, no. uh, she is incredibly jealous of everyone, more specifically Abby. Mm-hmm. And she's always comparing herself to Abby. She also, in the movie, they make her have a crush on Simon. But in the book, she does not have a crush on Simon. Oh. That's not a thing at all. But I kind of understand why they did that. I guess it makes her more likable <laughs> in the movie because everyone can kind of sympathize Relate to that. with that. And... In the book, she's still like acting the way that she does towards Simon, but she, with him, with her not having a crush on him, there's kind of no purpose for her being so oh. involved. So I think that was just an adjustment that they did for the movie to, to kind of more... explain her actions yeah. a bit, and it makes you sympathize more with her. But it kind of like humanized her a little bit more. Yeah, to make it more. But book Leah, Ooh. <laughs> just one cool thing: she's a drummer Ooh. in the book. And uh, oh, the other guy that's kind of in their group, the tall jock who's like, we're having a party and is like inviting everybody Yeah. when they're eating Oreos in the quad. Yes. Uh, he has a crush on her in the book and it's pretty adorable. Um, but 
she actually gets a spinoff. I have not read it, read it, nor am I inclined to. <laughs> but in that one, she ends up getting with Abby. Oh. So maybe that would explain her actions in the book. Yeah. But the author herself, uh, Becky Abertali, said that she never planned for them to get together. But people, she listened to what the readers were saying. Like, oh, I think they have a thing going on. Oh. So then she was like, oh, I... I wasn't even seeing that. I was looking at it with like straight glasses and now I understand. How yeah, funny. that's so she wrote I believe it's called Leia on the Offbeat. Yeah. Uh yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> and ooh, for the movie, she was kind of she told the actress that plays Leah that she was gonna write a spin-off book and that she's gonna I believe she's by Leah. And so she told her that. So there's moments in the movie when leia's kind of looking at abby like when she shows in, up in her wonder woman costume she's like whoa like, <laughs> you're like oh that is not she's uh, like, oh my <laughs> that is not a straight gaze that you have <laughs> so there's little moments like that that How they cute. she told the actress so she kind of sprinkled them in there which Aww. i thought was kind of cool right yeah oh martin he's more likable in the movie than his character in the book uh but his character in the movie i believe they tried to make him seem like the typical nerdy dude who wants the popular girl. Mm. So normally he's the main character and it's a trope Mm -hmm. that is used a lot. But this one, they take that trope and they kind of flip it on his head on, on its head to show that his actions are not redeemable and that they're completely unacceptable and they don't redeem his character at all. So when he does the whole, uh, at like the homecoming football, when he, he like professes his love to Abby and just normally everyone's like, oh, how cute. But right. you're just like, no. Everyone's like, oh, no. It's like, so cringy. <laughs> and obviously he's blackmailing Simon and uses that. And yeah, it's just. Ugh. Ouch. So in the m- book, he's worse. <gasps> he's like not a good guy. And he's kind of like you feel a little bit bad for him. But in the movie, they make him a lot more likable. And it, for some reason, he reminds me of Robin Williams, like huh. the actor, not the character, the actor. <laughs> like he like, just gives me young Robin Williams vibes with how he talks. I don't know what it is. Oh, Does anyone else agree with me? Because I, I was like, are Please you let us know. his son? <laughs> are you his son? So, yeah, that was one thing I noticed, that characterization. Uh, another thing, Simon's family. He actually has an older sister in the book. Uh, her name is Alice, but she's away at college most of the time and she comes back frequently brings her boyfriend so she's kind of there i believe they gave most of her characteristics to the mom Uh, in the movie i feel like they did like a whole um like what they did with Margot in to all the boys love before yeah they kind of like (laughs) pushed her out i mean she's still there in the movie but she kind of gets like phased out a little bit the older (laughs) sister uh, the older sibling just always gets booted (laughs) there's this like funny scene uh so in the book they have a lot more time after the whole they get together bram and simon mm. there's literally like 20 percent of the book of them just being an adorable couple Aww. so it's not like it just ends right yeah. after that so it's really cute if you ever want to borrow my book and just Ooh. read those bits it's so wholesome uh but when alice finds out that they're together she kind of i forget where they're going but the whole family is on an outing and then she's like i'll stall you go back with bram go back to the house so they can have just a couple moment they just make out but <laughs> 
yeah. I was like, oh, yes, supportive older sister. I'm <laughs> here for it. So, yeah. Oh, that reminds me of red, white, royal, blue. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. So cute. Um, also, the random, the little sister in the movie, she does not have a, or in the book, she's not a cooking person. They just kind of put that in that. there for the movie, but it How makes funny. her really cute. Oh. I love the little sister. Mm, okay, the main characterization difference is Bram slash Blue. So book Bram is very quiet and shy. So he is a jock. They I got that right. I believe he plays soccer. And he has a huge crush on Simon the whole time. Aww. Like he's always had a crush on him. And is the book only through Simon's POV? Mm-hmm. Or do you oh, okay. Yeah, it's only through his. But after when they get together they kind of play hooky. They go away off of campus on to go get Oreos. <laughs> Cute. And they're sitting in the car and he's kind of talking or Simon's talking to Bram and being like, oh, well, uh, didn't you like, did you ever hope it was me? And he's like, I always hoped it was you. And then they would he referenced or Simon references back to when they were messaging and saying, oh, was I one of the guys that would like make you nervous? Or he's like, you're the guy that would. <laughs> so, oh, so cute. No. So you find out that he's just been crushing on Yeah, him he's been crushing time. on Simon. So I wish, My oh gosh, so badly I want a book in Blue's perspective where he's just like That'd be so writing, cute. hoping it's Simon and it's Simon. He just loses his goddamn Can mind. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Can you it's imagine so just cute. being like, oh man, I have this crush on this guy and you're just like, man, I hope it's him. And you yeah. look up and you're like, it's fucking him. <laughs> so because it happens the same way where Simon is outed. So Bram knows that it's him before oh, approaching okay. him. Uh, so I could just imagine him. He's just kind of like in like hyperventilating. Yeah. Like, oh fuck it is Simon. Because he's a jock, so you would think that he's very popular, but he's so quiet, and he Aww. does have that one best friend who's the more outgoing one of the two, and he kind of pulls him into the group. He just kind of tags along, but he doesn't really talk. Uh, at least from Simon's perspective, he's like, oh, he never talks. It's like he doesn't talk when you're there, yeah, Simon. That's why. Because <laughs> he's too busy freaking out because you're out. there. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's And their emails are just so fucking wholesome. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I love them so much. Oh, what's it with gays and emails? I know. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> also reminds me of Red, White, White, Blue. The freaking emails. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. So, Movie Bram is a lot more outgoing. Book Bram would have never had a party at his house ah. he would have never done karaoke especially with his crush <laughs> he just that's takes some balls <laughs> no i doubt he would even go to the party so yeah. to have movie bram be like let's have a party i'm barack obama <laughs> i was like what i'm barack obama. <laughs> it was really <laughs> but it's not too much of a change it's just one thing i noticed i love both versions of bram um okay random movie details oh <laughs> Like, in the beginning scene, I don't know what it is with all breakfast scenes or even just TV shows. The main character just kind of, everyone's all ready downstairs. Right. Simon sweeps in like, oh, hey, guys, takes one bite of a pancake. Okay, bye. That's enough for me and leaves. Right. So that's just one nitpick that I have with all movies, not just this. Right. Point. I never understand. Never yeah, understand. And no one comments on it. Like, you just had one bite. Like, they just, okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah. But meanwhile, everyone's like sat down, had a whole like yeah. meal. Whenever that happens in anything, it throws me out. It's like, oh, I'm watching a movie. I'm watching. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> so that's just a random thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I kind of mentioned it. So the actor, uh, Kenyon Lonsdale, who yeah. plays Bram, he came out during the process yeah. of filming this movie. I love the him. director himself, Greg Berlanti, is gay. 
and his husband has a cameo in it. He's the football coach who's oh, just kind of in the background. Yeah. Oh, the emails. There's so much flirting. There's times when I was reading it, I was like, Simon, like, oh my God. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm not going to read them, but my gosh. Simon. Yeah, Simon. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, it's adorable. Okay, so um, the ending when Simon learns who Blue is, it doesn't happen at a carnival. It's not this huge spectacle that everyone's watching, like eating popcorn like Abby is. <laughs> I love Abby. Um, but it is actually a more wholesome kind of like intimate. intimate. Yeah, exactly. Intimate thing that happens. He does go to, it's like a mall carnival thing. And he tells Blue like, oh, meet me at this ride. And I was it, uh, or I think he just said that he was going to go there because he already knows who he is, Bram. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to go to the carnival. Like, I want you to meet me. And he has a shirt that Bram gifted him and he left it in his locker so he already knew who he was he left this adorable it's like one of his favorite bands he's like i'm gonna be wearing the shirt and then so random bit but bram is very he's very much like me where he gets motion sickness so easily so uh the carnival is like about to end and simon gets on the spinning ride basically the teacups yeah so he's sitting there and he's kind of like wow he's not coming it's just like it's not gonna happen this is the end of it and then he slides in but bram it's like, oh, was the seat taken? Like, oh, I was waiting for somebody. So that's when the whole, like, bit that's happens. Adorable. He's like, oh, my God, it's you. He's like, yeah. And then the ride starts. But it's not a carousel. It's a spinning oh, thing. Oh, no. So Bram is just, like, like shoving his. World? Yeah. <laughs> Bram is, like, shoving his, like, head down. And Simon's realizing, like, oh, my God, he got on this ride for me. And, <laughs> like, he could have just been like, hey, it's me. I'm going to wait over here. Like, no, he sat down. got. So it's, like, a huge metaphor that he's going against his comfort zone to be with simon oh and, my god yeah so that's so cute <laughs> yeah like uh, the cutest like grand gesture quote-unquote mm-hmm. that like a person has made yeah so it's literally just the two of them in the book rather than the movie when everyone's really, watching everybody knows. it's a movie moment you know yeah, of but course. i like both of them gotta amp it up i like them both for their own reasons oh also the movie ends pretty quickly after simon and bram get together while in the book they have quite a few scenes of them in the first stages of the relationship so that's cute it's very adorable and like an epilogue ish yeah it's pretty much an epilogue that's that's kind that's of it, it for oh, most that's part that's so cute though <laughs> oh that's so wholesome yeah i love them Aww. um I, was like, I think i watched the movie with you like at i'm your pretty house. sure i yeah you, that, when it came out on dvd you're like i got this and i came over for something and you're like we're watching it we're watching and i was it. like okay fine it's amazing <laughs> you didn't really have to like strap me down or anything i was I like cool, I we'll watch it and I've, i was like <laughs> i forced a lot of people to watch this movie i gave it to some of my coworkers. That's right because don't they this. it's like the halloween oreos that they freak out over like the orange ones yeah yeah well bram says it's his favorite yeah and then i believe it happens in the book as well but simon is just eating oreos and bram's like oh i love those those that i like the the halloween ones yeah more and simon's like oh my god <laughs> it's him simon's like wait what mm-hmm. <laughs> say that again <laughs> yeah yeah because i remember the next time we like went to a store there was halloween oreos and i was like <laughs> yeah every time i see halloween oreos i just buy them per- like solely for exactly you're like love simon these are the best. purposes <laughs> yeah um so i guess cute. if we want to sort them yeah although simon is a hufflepuff i was gonna it's say canon yeah it's on the wall behind him in the movie he yep. talks about it in the book yep <laughs> uh he's such a himbo <laughs> such a himbo <laughs> Oh. I love him so much. <laughs> and 
blue. I don't know if they say what he is, but I'm pretty sure he's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's very Hufflepuff filled. <laughs> yeah. Martin's a squib. <laughs> uh, Leah. <laughs> Book Leah. I was going to say, Book Leah, what would she be? Would you say? Uh, um, probably, I would maybe say Ravenclaw. Ooh. Because uh, she does kind of have a craft that she does. She does drumming. And oh, that's it's true. kind of her thing. Yeah. And she's very, don't want to say isolated, but kind of off on her own. Yeah, introverted. Keeps herself. Yeah. And (laughs) the movie Leah, probably, I want to say like a quiet Gryffindor because I kind of vibed with her. Yeah. But (laughs) not not book Leah. (laughs) Um, But movie Leah, you're like A plus. Abby, my God, that woman is a Gryffindor. I was going to say. She's the opposite spectrum of Gryffindor, just... Loud. La, 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 la. Yeah. Everybody loves her instantly. <laughs> She's everyone's friend. Center of attention. Yeah. The chosen one, if you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, the mom's a Hufflepuff. My God. Oh, yes. It's therapist. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I was going to say, I rewatched, well, I tried to rewatch it. I kind of forgot, but I rewatched a bit of it. And I just, the part where she, um, they're watching a movie and he's like, don't try to like therapize or like, don't be like a therapist to us. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, because if I was your therapist, you'd be way better. Like, you'd be oh, way yeah. more like well-rounded. And they're just like, and the husband's like, sick therapy bird. And I was like, oh my God. I love the parents so much. <laughs> they're so cute. Because they're uh, high school sweethearts where yeah. she was the most popular girl. And then he was the, the captain of the football team. Yeah. Like the typical. Yeah. So then they got together and they just have this wholesome family. Right. It's like, God. Damn it. beautiful giant ass house perfect family oh yeah and simon's like i'm just like you every like the right. rest of you is like you are fucking rich as hell simon yeah. not everyone has a house <laughs> exactly like i'm like so your living room oh. is the size of my whole house like yeah. calm your tits pretty much uh who's next mm, oh uh nick the other guy friend he's a hufflepuff oh yeah he's also a himbo <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> he's very clueless to what's going on I was but say, he's if there for not Simon. a Hufflepuff, probably near the Gryffindor. Yeah. But just a very like, huh. There's this hilarious scene after Simon is outed and <laughs> movie Nick is like, okay, well, let's go out. Let's go. And Simon's like, all right. And he takes him to a gay bar. That <laughs> <laughs> scene's so funny. He just kind of pushes him in there and Simon's like, oh no. He's just like, no, we're going. We'll just, we're going to try. And yeah, so it's adorable <laughs> just kidding that's a hufflepuff move yeah a thousand percent but it's like um maybe not also you guys are kind of underage <laughs> and he has this whole bit where this guy's kind of hitting on him buys him a drink and he's like wait how old are you he's like um mm. i'm in high school he's like oh no <laughs> throws Jail him out bait. yeah how yeah. funny oh my god the principal's hilarious mr worth oh i freaking love him and then the drama teacher miss albright Ooh, when she tells off the guys when they after Simon's outed and those two dudes go up there mm. and they pretend to be Simon and the other guy who's out at the school and she just oh, rips into them rips them apart yeah she's like I'm gonna get my tubes tied and all of the things that she says I'm like I that'd be me if I was a teacher right <laughs> the shit that she says to the honestly mm. oh Cal that's the guy um he's the drama kid uh he i don't know how i would sort him i don't know him well enough to sort him but in the book he has a lot of scenes with simon when simon's kind of thinking it might be him 
Oh. And I think that Cal actually had a little crush on Simon. Oh. At least reading the book. And yeah. Oh, is Cal the one that he almost kisses underneath the mistletoe? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's him. Or does kiss? I don't I can't remember. Kind of no. They Okay. I remember there being almost. mistletoe and like a little blonde boy. <laughs> <laughs> a little blonde boy. Yeah. The dad, um, Josh Duhamel. Yes. He's a himbo also. <laughs> this this cast is just full of himbos. <laughs> He, oh yeah, he's a Gryffindor. <laughs> oh, yep. yes. Yeah, Gryffindor definitely. Gryffindor married the Hufflepuff. Yeah, just because, like, the pure fact of... Um, he's so clueless. Because how in the movie, it's their anniversary, like, in the very beginning, and he's like, oh, look at, like, this thing that I made, and it's, yeah. like, a weird slideshow <laughs> of, like, photos of them. And Simon's like, it looks like an eighth grader made this. And he's and... like, what are you talking about? And he gets so offended, because yeah. he's like, this is good. I, like, put hours of work, and oh he's God. and Simon's like, father, no, mm-hmm. like, let me fix this. <laughs> And, and it's so funny. Later, when he knows that Simon's gay, he's like, "Oh, let's sign up for Grinder together." He's like, "You don't know what Grinder is, do you?" <laughs> I love it. He's like, "Yeah, it's like a, it's an app." I was like, "Do you know what kind of app it is?" Like, no, we're not. <laughs> oh, sir. Yeah, I love it. But yeah, that's total like Gryffindor energy of being like, "This slideshow is the best thing I've ever mm-hmm. made," and Simon's like, "Absolutely not, Dad. Yeah. Let me help you." And he's very much like that in the book. He's kind of just oblivious <laughs> oblivious to everything but you you love him of course there's not really any bad characters besides martin and then booklia uh <laughs> well i just have a <laughs> animosity towards yeah well. um but yeah so there's a lot of differences with the book and the movie but they adapted it well enough to where you can like look past them yeah and i don't get i don't get super pissy when things yeah. are different because i understand things have to be changed right and the book itself is not that big i think i read it in like a night because <laughs> i had nothing else to do so mm-hmm. i might as well read this make right. myself happy and that's, that's how it. exciting <laughs> awesome. i desperately want a book in bram's pov that'd be so oh. cute i'd read that before i ever read um what's the edward cullen one? Oh, <laughs> midnight sun <laughs> yes yeah god no <laughs> i i read midnight sun my brain turned to mush it was just <laughs> that's a whole thing we could do a whole episode on midnight sun (laughs) my god my goodness just do twilight and midnight sun (laughs) instead of twilight and twilight's book i mean maybe that'd totally be you um what is your do you have a favorite scene from the movie that you remember um i mean i it probably like the super cheesy, which is probably like the ending, like when he's just like riding the carousel mm-hmm. and he's waiting and it finally shows up. It just reminds me of like, have you seen I've Never Been Kissed? Oh, yes. When she's like standing outside, like out on the baseball field and it's like the countdown's coming and mm-hmm. it's just like, well, who knows if he's going to show up? And then he ends up like running out on oh the baseball God, field to go meet her. Scene. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the same exact thing. And I absolutely love that scene. It's like so cute. And he like once he gets to her, he's like, mm-hmm. sorry, it took me so long to get here. And it's like, oh, can All we just feels? watch? Can we watch the movie after? Yes, yes, we can. So yeah. Oh, so when yeah. Blue like runs up to him. Exactly. Oh, Bram and like he's like, oh, can I sit here? He's like, uh, kind of waiting for it. someone. He's like, he's like yeah, yeah, I know. I fucking know. <laughs> I have arrived. Yeah, and I just love it because there's this part when one of the other random high schoolers, a background character, you may say, she holds up her phone to record them, mm. and movie Leah is like, yo, no, you're not doing this. They're not a spectacle. Even though everyone's there watching, but whatever. Right. Um, but then Abby, she's like sitting there eating popcorn. <laughs> and then when they get up there and then they have an adorable kiss and then it goes back to them and Abby's just like bawling. 
like my babies <laughs> i love it it's so uh, cute but yeah, yeah probably that scene just because it gave me the same energy as like never been kissed and mm-hmm. i love drew barrymore so everyone loves drew barrymore i mean yeah it's hard not to yeah mm. do you have a favorite scene mm. i mean i kind of went through <laughs> right you're like i just talked about all my favorite scenes i love scenes. that scene i love the scene he has with his mom the scene he has oh, with yeah. abby the scene he has with leia like all for sure all like the emotional like oof moments yeah basically all the moments that almost made me cry <laughs> you would <laughs> i have listen i don't show my emotions that much but when i watch love simon i'm just like uh-huh. <laughs> i was gonna ask like my do you have heart. a least favorite part but i think we can all agree it's when he gets outed yeah which is because like that sucks so much yeah because you even that scene when he's sitting at his laptop after leah's like yeah go look at creek secrets and mm-hmm. He's reading it. The actor, oh my God, Nick Robinson. You could just feel oh. the dread that he feels. Right. And he's such an amazing crier. Oh my God. Um, yeah. That he's just really good really at one. acting in general, just mm-hmm. because um, you definitely feel like the anxiety throughout the entire movie. Oh, yeah. You're definitely like, <laughs> oh, God, like on edge Simon's with him. a bundle of anxiety. Exactly. But you can feel it. And it's so well, like, um, I feel like he definitely keeps you like on the edge of your seat the whole time. You're just like, oh, my God. Ha. Like you feel it because he's a really good actor. You know it. exactly what's going through his, his head. Mind. Yeah, yeah. When he, even the first scene where he goes, um, he's across the street from the gardener. <laughs> I like your boots. And the guy's like, "What?" You're just, you see the panic in his eyes. Like, I, I regret my actions. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, yes. And he gets in the car and he's just like, "I like your boots." Like, what the fuck? Then it's like everyone can relate to exactly. that. Exactly. Like we've all like, we've yeah. all had that moment where we've tried to be brave mm-hmm. and it backfires and you're just God damn it. When backfires and you're just like, oh, <laughs> and yeah. you just like regress and you're like, I've, I've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. That's Simon. <laughs> Nick did such a good job portraying him. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, the part after the horrible scene happens where those guys get up in front of everyone at lunch and Ugh. yeah, that scene I hate watching. Right. But the scene afterwards when I believe it takes place right after when simon is just kind of like done with it after his friends exile him Ooh, i'm gonna go off on that next but okay so <laughs> he's going back home and martin kind of runs up to him he's like oh my god i'm so sorry that he's kind of apologizing or trying to apologize mm. i didn't realize people were still like that like my brother's gay and we're fine and didn't realize what he's done yeah. to simon and simon flips on him it's like, it was not your decision. You took yeah. that away from me. It was supposed to be my thing. Right. Like, and he tells him to fuck off. Yeah, because he goes through. Mm-hmm. He's like, whoever, like, who knows and when they know. He's like, that's my choice. Yeah. And you took that from me. Yeah. Yeah. That part is just like, oh, yes, Simon. Right. Yes. <laughs> Which is like so mm-hmm. weird because like, yeah, if you have a brother that's gay, did you, are you the one that told your whole family that yeah. he was gay? Like, did you take that from him too? Or did you like, or did he come out in his own time? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you? Martin's just a fucking dumbass. That's so. very true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> the Waffle House scene that he has with Abby and Simon when he says like, oh, you deserve a goddamn superhero like that bit. That was a nice like redeemable. scene. Yeah. So it makes him seem redeemable. And Abby actually starts to like him as a person after that. Mm. But then he fucks it up because he's Martin. Of course. And I wonder, I wonder what happened to him at the end. But I'm pretty <laughs> like sure everyone in life. I know that the main circle kind of finds out that it was Martin who was blackmailing, but I don't think the whole school realizes because oh. it was all hush hush. Yeah, it was hush hush on there. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? The friends exiling Simon? Yes. Hey, what the fuck? Right. Like, so 
I okay. The characters <laughs> themselves, I love them. The movie versions, yes. especially. But your friend is publicly outed right. horribly Humiliated. the next day when he approaches you guys, rather than being like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" I mean, granted, they did try the night before to contact him, but then it was kind of over winter break, so they had a bit of time to adjust or whatever. Yeah. However you say that. Handle and, it or But between it. that time, Abby and Nick get together and they realize that Simon was kind of pushing them apart. And then Leah or movie Leah is like, well, you knew that I had a crush on you. So why were you trying to pawn me off on Nick? It's like this whole thing. Yeah. And they're just going at him for this. Like, like attacking. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's just been publicly outed this way and they're right. not. The first thing that they do is start what the fuck, Simon? Like, why did you do that to us? Right. And then he's trying to explain, well, Martin was blackmailing me. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And later it's revealed, at least he tells Leah, well, it wasn't just me. It was also Blue. Because I knew that if our conversations were leaked, that Blue would run away because he's very shy and doesn't want to be out yet. So I wasn't just doing it for that. He's protecting Blue. Yeah, I was protecting Blue. Also, because I'm in love with Blue. Right. So I did not want to lose him. So yeah. it was this whole thing, even though Simon, he could have gone about it a different way, trying to force them apart. But school. it's not the worst thing right. ever. And when you're in high school, any little thing feels like the end of the world. Yeah. Like any little thing, your whole world is upside down. And you're just like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. It's such like a weird time in our lives anyways that it's kind of like you got to kind of forgive teenagers for the decisions that they make because they're not they're not fully developed yet like out of all the things that are happening in here that's not the worst thing that a character could do right i mean so i was so upset with his friends for just not being there for him and then they just kick him out of the group they exile him at the time that he needs them the most and he goes to school by himself and everyone's looking at him like oh my god yeah, it's, it's like, Simon. like you can be mad at him later, but some things are like mm-hmm. bigger than others and some things you just kind of like forgive and forget because yeah. it's like your friend needs you. Like after Simon explained it, they should have been like, oh, OK, I get it. Yeah, it was still fucked up, but we're here for you. That's how it, that's what should have happened. So right. I was so like, what the fuck? Right. Like, well, it's also uh, like Leah's thing, like, oh, you're pawning me off to someone. He, it's like, why don't you look at it as the fact that like he didn't want to hurt you? He didn't yeah. want to break your heart because he didn't feel that way for you. And that's really hard to tell someone. Yeah. That's really hard to be like, I don't feel for you that way. I'm totally sorry. Mm-hmm. But we are just friends. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's just Because then if she's like, well, why don't you like me like that? It's like, well, I'm gay. Um, that explains. Like, <laughs> right? Oh. And it's like, that's even harder to say out loud. So it's mm-hmm. like. There's a part that she, when she's talking to him. Like, oh, I can handle the fact that you're gay, but you set me up for my heart to be broken, and that's just cruel. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. You didn't even like Nick, so what do you... Oi, oi, oi. Okay. Like, children. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Although they acted that scene pretty well. Like, you that's totally feel their anger towards Simon, but... Animosity. I'm just... And then the part when those guys do that bit at the lunch... And you could Simon kind of confronts them as like you got something to say to me, and everyone's like, "What the fuck? Like that's horrible." But yeah. everyone feels bad for Simon, obviously. And then Simon leaves, and the friends just sit there. Right. They just sit there. Also, Bram is not there at that scene in the movie. Oh. Because I think he was still on vacay with his dad. Like he was uh. coming back really late. Um. So Bram wasn't even there. But you see his friend kind of kind of stand up, like, Ooh, "Like I'm gonna go," but then he sits down. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Simon in tears. Yeah. Right. Simon breaks my heart. But yeah, I love this movie. So I love this book. Um, I can watch it infinitely. It's probably in my top like five movies, as I said earlier. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> my heart. Don't you want to read the book now? <laughs> kind of. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Mm-hmm. It'll definitely be on like my to listen list. Yeah. Down the line. It I'm sure it's like not because it's not that big of a book, right? No, it's not that big yeah, at all. Yeah, so I'm sure I can get it done like super quickly. Mm-hmm. Ooh, another random difference. So the book opens with Martin confronting Simon being like, so I read your emails. Like that's oh. how it opens. Oh. So really? I, yeah. <laughs> Isn't oh. that so like, whoa. Yeah, like confrontation. Yeah, like, right so it's front. literally like it starts at the beginning of Simon Damn. being like, what the fuck? And he's already been talking to Blue. Mm-hmm. It's not him discovering, oh, this is Blue. And yeah, so it's a little, happens a little differently. Ooh. Timeline's a little askew. Makes sense though, like why they would change that in the movie. Yeah. Movies are just built differently. Oh, there's this random line and I wish, oh, I wish it was in the movie. Aww. I got to get a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Simon is kind of reflecting on the emails and the love that he has for Bram <laughs> slash Blue. And he's kind of, mm, he's describing the first email that he saw Blue post on Creek Secrets. And Blue said something along the lines of, um, I guess it was about loneliness. And it's funny because I don't really think of myself as lonely, but there was something so familiar about the way Blue described the feeling. It was like he had pulled the ideas from my head, like the way you can memorize someone's gestures, but never know their thoughts and the feeling that people are like houses with vast rooms and tiny windows. Aww. It was like, (laughs) see, like I want that tattooed on me. I don't know. That just like, there's so many bits where you're like passing by people and you think that you know them, but you really don't. Right. Like people are vast houses with tiny windows. So you don't see what's going on. It's like the tip of, of the iceberg when the, all the rest of yeah. it's like underneath the water. I was just like, Oh, yeah. You're just, and that line, ah. they kind of bring it up more towards the end. And Simon's like, even Simon is like, damn that line. <laughs> damn. So that's kind of, that's something blue is an amazing writer. Aww. And he kind of does this whole bit that he does on Creek Secrets saying that he's gay, but no one knows who it who is. It is. That's, it's exactly how he starts speaking to him, Simon. And he puts that line in there, and that's kind of what makes Simon message him. And be like, oh, you get me. Right? Like, <laughs> that's some deep shit. Yeah. Good job, bub. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> that's my favorite line in the movie, or in the oh. book. And I wish it was in the movie, but right. that's okay. I wonder if it, like, they try to fit it in somewhere, and it just, like, mm-hmm. got chopped. Yeah. Well, there's like bits in there's so many Easter eggs in his room, especially like on the chalkboard wall. Oh, his room. Oh, my gosh. His room. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah. There's like little bits from the emails written on the blackboard. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, how funny. It's really cute. I never even noticed. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's love, Simon. <laughs> I don't know how to end it. I just keep going up. Right. It's there's fine. Infinite love for this. Right. Mm-hmm my favorite when people like talk about something that they're in love with it's great yeah so. and i want to finish love victor because i know that bram and blue pop in there oh really i also love because my friend and i started that we're only like possibly halfway through the first season i'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure but i do love how you can easily tell that it's the voice that, like it's nick it's nick robinson yeah. like doing those the simon bits because in the show, he's like emailing. He's like, you know what, Simon? I hate you. Because <laughs> like, Simon had like this fairy tale oh, yeah. like coming out and this like fairy tale thing. And he's just like, I don't get to have that. Or like, mm-hmm. I don't like, 
Yeah. Basically just like yelling at Simon because he's like, God damn it. And yeah. it's really cute because Simon like messages him throughout the show. Yeah. So and they kind of keep the same theme of messages. Yeah. And like the voiceovers. Yeah. And, but it, you can tell it's Nick. And I thought it was really cute because they probably contacted him like, we just need you to read these. He's like, oh, he's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, of course. For sure. Yeah. But he actually comes in at the oh, end. Oh, really? Yeah. He has oh. a cameo. And then, yeah, Blue so does cute. too. He has a cameo. Mm. It's very I love adorable. That. <laughs> he gives him his jacket. The jacket that he wears on the cover of the um, movie poster. Oh. He gives it to him. That's so <laughs> cute. Really cute. Yeah. So I want to finish that. And then the second season just came out. So Ooh. it came out. <laughs> God damn it, Bridget. <laughs> really laying into the coming out puns. Hey. Hey. Happy pride, y'all. <laughs> Support Simon and Victor and everybody. Happy pride, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think you'll do for your next movie so i have no idea i've been like racking my brain around it and i i'm not entirely sure i have to go back and like look at everything i've read that was or everything that i've watched that mm-hmm. may have possibly turned into a movie that's not like super depressing yeah <laughs> you like a lot of depressing shit right i do it's you i remember you mentioned doing the fall in our stars and i'm like i saw that movie once i read that book once <laughs> right like, do i really want to relive that right although I it's know. beautiful yeah it's done massively we'll see we when we get see. there whenever we need like a movie so i'll think of it off we'll the top of my head yes yeah i'll definitely do perks of being a wallflower oh, next yes. all of these books have fucking sentences as titles so right simon okay. versus the homeless hippies <laughs> agenda perks of being a wallflower right <laughs> i mean we got to do at least one john green book so yeah oh looking for alaska Ooh, but I haven't ooh, watched the show. Me either. So maybe but I've read the book. I have read the book. It was my favorite book but of now? all time. Well, I don't know. Oh, because, of all time. Yeah, I ooh, would read know. it once a year. <gasps> really? <laughs> yeah, so I've read it a million times. I don't know what it is about that goddamn book, but I haven't read it in a long time, and I'm worried that if I do read it, I'll find oh. bits I don't like about it because I'm a different reader than I was in high school when I first read it. So you're worried to like tarnish it yeah i am which is i'm terrified to watch the show (laughs) oh it's like oh gosh although it looks exactly how i imagined it right Mm -hmm. i've only read it once (laughs) as you normally should books i'm just a fucking (laughs) well i mean (laughs) there's definitely books i just i don't know what it is i think it's just like my brain gets a little like i already know what's gonna happen so why read it again but there are books i would love to read again my brain's weird i'm sorry that's fine everyone we're all vast houses with tiny windows. So it's okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So yeah, I don't know what our next movie episode's going to be, but our next episode will hopefully be Scarlet. Yes. Which I will be doing the summary for. I'm very Yay. excited to talk about my wolf boy. I mean, you have to talk about it. And my queen. Oh my God, I love Scarlet. I'm still reading winter i have looked back because um i have like a reading the reading journal the reading mm-hmm. what would you call that it is a journal yeah, right? a journal. yeah um but it has like you can write down like what books and like when you started them and like when you finish them it has taken me a month to read winter and i don't know why <laughs> but yeah it took me a month to read court of silver flames so oh that that's a thick ass book that is a thick ass book <laughs> but yeah it's like scarlet has some bits in there that i'm at right now and it's like yes my queen it's so adorable yes 
eh, I love it so much. It's when she, um, when the, she meets the other wolf, mm-hmm. the other, um, mutant soldiers. And the guy like looks at her and goes, eh, I understand why you're, <laughs> why he chose you. And she's oh, just, yeah. it's so cute. I love it. Oh. But, yeah. Hopefully whoever's listening to this episode is <laughs> listening to our Cinder bits. Right. I know I jump around on podcasts, but yeah, but hopefully if someone's out there and they're listening to each episode in order <laughs> right if this drives you nuts i'm so sorry i tried so hard to like keep everything because it i don't know if it's ocd or what but i'm like no if we start a series we have to do that series all in order but life happens and things mm-hmm. got in the way and tomorrow's father's day and we usually record on sundays yeah. but yeah it's funny because you're so like no it has to happen this way and i'm like it's hi <laughs> listen it makes sense right it's just when i tell that to my head it doesn't make sense yeah. and my head's like no order it has to go in order but just think if it wasn't you if it was happening to someone else does that bother you no I mean, yeah exactly yeah well, that's not my anxiety i have to have a conversation with when well, it's somebody else that's me soothing my anxiety i flip it and I'm like if this is happening to someone else would i be freaking out no so why are you freaking out when it's happening to you listen it makes sense when you say it i can't say that to myself i don't ever think that clearly well then just call me and i'll tell you thank you <laughs> this is why you're in my life this, this is, why is why you have a gryffindor in your <laughs> life this is why all my best friends are gryffindors because beth does that to me all the time Beth's like why are you freaking out it's just this and i'm like oh yeah. you're right yeah that's why we're here you just have an anxiety-filled hufflepuff as a friend i'm terribly sorry <laughs> All Hufflepuffs are just himbos, <laughs> balls of anxiety. Yeah, one or two. Or both. Or both. Simon's both. That's true. Oh. It's just, I think it's just because we try to be people pleasers. So when we're, when we think oh, we're yeah. not pleasing somebody, we're just like, I'm doing something wrong. And I'm the goddamn opposite. I exactly. Gryffindors are like, I don't give a someone. fuck. Like, Gryffindors are just like, fuck you. I I'll do shits. what I want. Yeah. So that's why when you're when you're freaking out about something i'm like it's our fucking podcast like we make the rules it's so funny because i was freaking out and bridget's like we don't have like a podcast overlord that's like keeping us to a schedule and i'm like we do it's my anxiety (laughs) my anxiety is our podcast overlord it's fine it's just this is why we have movies like love simon to soothe our anxiety (laughs) that's why i have movies in general escapism (laughs) oh man so yeah so yeah thanks for listening <laughs> i love movie so it's because it's like we talk about the movie we talk about the book and then the, the last uh, like bit is just like a brain dump for both of us which is like oh, whatever nice it's our form of therapy i like it it's okay. thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right okay guys thanks so much for listening keep reading and keep watching <laughs> bye bye